Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Let's say a word of prayer. Our Lord and Master Jesus, we thank you for your goodness. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide us into all truth. I pray, darling Holy Spirit, that you come and take absolute control. Anoint these lips of clay. Grant me utterance. Your people have not gathered unto me, but unto you. Therefore, bless them. May they leave this place blessed and refreshed. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. I want us to turn our Bibles. Are you clapping for me or for Jesus? I want us to turn our Bibles to 1 Corinthians 4. 15. King James. For though ye have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. May the Lord add his blessings to the reading of the word. Please have your seat. The sermon or what I'm delivering, I've titled it, are you a true son? But are you a true son or are you a true daughter of the house? Bible says in 1 Corinthians 4.15, it says, Though we have many instructors, who is an instructor? An instructor is one that teaches us to do something per moment. So when I wanted to learn how to drive, I went to the driving school and I had an instructor who taught me how to drive. When you look at a typical child, for instance, a child has many instructors. So the child will have maybe a nursery teacher. The child will have um, KG1. KG to many faces of their life bring many instructors into your life. The different faces that you, you come into introduces different instructors into your life. Is it powerful already? But when it comes to the work of the father or who a father is, a father goes beyond instruction or giving instructions. A father goes beyond teaching. If you will bear me witness, a father's job is very comprehensive. So an instructor will come and do just a specific task. But a father does a holistic and a comprehensive tax. A father loves, a father cares, a father does so much that the instructor doesn't do. 
you know, and we are calling the servant that God has given us a father, not just because he teaches. I'm blessed to be the wife, so sometimes I'm privy to some inner caucus details. No, sometimes when somebody is going to school and the person has not gotten the admission, you see the stress on his face. What can I do? Who can I call? Always trying to do something to make sure that the children feel comfortable in the house. Amen. A father is one who ministers the God kind of love. He ministers the God kind of love. You know, it's easy for you to be an instructor because but a father stays for the long haul and loves you even when you are unlovable, if there's a word like that. I remember when I was a child, and no, sometimes I would miss, I, I think maybe Nkunyim took a little bit after me. Sometimes I would misbehave and all that. And when, when it's time to eat, because of my misbehavior, I can't go to the kitchen, you know. And I'll say, oh, me, I'm not hungry. I won't eat. But me now, I know I'm very hungry. But my father will come in and tell me that, Yakoba. Have you seen you can't eat because of your misbehavior? And it would discipline me and still take me back as a daughter. You know, and we are blessed to have a father in the house who is not selective. When you are a father, there's a tendency for you to be selective, as in allow only the people that are perfectionists to get close to you. If that was the kind of father that we had in the house, I would never be here preaching. I remember the time that he said, he said I should uh, preach. Oh my God. The first time. But a father nurtures the God abilities that is in you. He nurtures you to become that which God wants you to be. That is a father. And most of the time, we, 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 we confuse the instructor with the father. So assuming that um, somebody instructs you to become a driver, you can't call that, fa- that, that, that person your father. But sometimes we, we misplace our priorities, you know. Somebody steps in to do something or to help us in a phase of our lives and we, we, we say, I, this is my father. But do you know who your father is? I pray that the father which God has given us will, will receive him in the light of that revelation. For though we have many instructors, fathers are few. Fathers are rare. We have different categories of fathers. We have 
our Father which is in heaven, our heavenly Father. We have our spiritual, we have a, our Father in Christ, he births us in, into the kingdom. And we have a spiritual Father, we have Father in ministry, and we have fathers in sin. Who coach us how to sin? But we are privileged and fortunate to have a spiritual father that God has given us in Reverend Francis Zobin. And this morning, the million dollar question is, are you a son or are you a daughter? That's the problem of the day. You know, sometimes we might have people around we come to church and then we, we, we think we are children or we think we are daughters, but we are not acting as such. Because there are some people, we come to church and they say, oh, daddy, daddy, father, papa. But there are some of you, you are around, you are just um, around, around. Some of us, we are there and we are just there. Very nice people in the church. You come, you smile. When we take the pictures, you look very powerful. And there are some of you, when the pastor is preaching, you know, are you in the house? When the pastor is preaching, they say, Papa, preach! Papa, you can preach. Papa, you are powerful. Papa, you know things. You are doing me good. But that, that, that does not make you a son or a daughter. Hey. So there are some people that will say that, ah, don't you see me in church? I'm the one who gives the preacher fans, you know? You know, that, that has its place. One day, a pastor preached in the church that I was before, Victory Bible Church. And when one of the young pastors, and when the pastor preached, when he finished, he said, hey, this pulpit is a very weighty pulpit. It's not easy. So when he was preaching, he would say, Praise the Lord, somebody. They will say amen. Hmm. You will look one. Praise the Lord, somebody. You will say amen. When he finished, he told me, woman of God, it's not easy standing here. So sometimes when the people, you know, cheer you on, it helps you to flow. So they have their place. But that does not make you a son or a daughter. So if that doesn't make you a son or a daughter, what then makes you a son or a daughter? The first point is, a son resembles his father. I remember one time I took some people to my house, and when they saw my grandmom, they said, hey, the resemblance is huge. 
Look at, when, when you know my family members, one of the things that is key to us is our nose. It's very special. Don't look at my nose, though. <laughs> it's very special and unique. So when you see, my maiden name is Akunmense. So when you see us, you, when you see the first thing, just check our nose. And you know that this girl is very possible. So there are some, there are some specific traits that you exhibit that shows that indeed you are a father, you are a son to a father. And I said the first one is resembles his father. Son resembles his father. When you look at John 14, 9. John 14, 9. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you? And yet had thou not known me, Philip. He that has seen me has seen the Father. And, and how sayest thou then, show us the Father? The question is, when we see you, do we see the Father of the house in you? There must be something revealing Something indicating, something betraying the fact that you are a son of or a daughter of Reverend Francis Aubin. So, I was just meditating on this and the Lord ministered something to my heart. When you look at my, my, my daughter, the youngest one, when you see, you see her, you know that. You see that I'm a cousin. There is some connection somewhere. But when it comes to a spiritual father, the Lord was ministering to my heart that there are some people, they exhibit some traits of the father but it's not the call. So there are some of you, you are in the choir and you are, you are singing, you are polishing yourself, prepping yourself to sing very well. It's good. Let's take it that that is the eyes. And then there are some of you, you are in the aquaba and you are thinking about the uniform to wear to make you look very presentable to welcome people, which is very good because the nose is very functional as well. And some of you, you are thinking about how to keep the church very clean, which is very good. All these things, they are visible things that we see, right? We see the head. Benjamin said that a sign that the anointing is working is that this one is going. If, if, It shows that he's directly connected. But but we all know that what makes Benjamin move is not the head, it's not the eyes, it's not the nose, it's not the mouth, it's not the 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 hand, it's the heart. So if you are a true son of 
the father that is in the house, do you have the heart? You know, sometimes we look at the lightweight things. Sit down, please. Sometimes I see, I see him and then maybe he's ironing. I'm not using you again. Maybe you are coming to church and you spend time, you iron your dress because you know that the senior man is very particular about the way you dress. I was telling somebody that the time that you spend dressing, the time that you spend looking sharp, which is good, is that the core? Is that the core? If you say you are a son, do you know the heartbeat of your father? Do you know that which makes your father happy? Do you know what your father stands for? I believe that he doesn't stand for dressing or good music because he's not a music producer. Although good music is powerful. The core, the, what, what makes your father happy is so winning. Is going out there and preaching the word to people. I remember that when he finished school, he told me that he had many offers to work at this bank, that bank, here and there. But he said that for this purpose, I was called to preach the word of God, to save souls. So if you say that he is your father, do you resemble, do you have his heart? You might exhibit all the other things, but do you have his heart? When was the last time you spoke to somebody about God? Because I want to exhibit the traits of my father. When was the last time that you went out of your comfort zone to do something to, to win somebody over to Christ? Sometimes we go some places and I look at how he relates with people. You know, Paul said that I became all things so that I, I might win some to Christ. So he becomes all things just so that he will win some to Christ. But you know. It's only your mouth that, that says that. Daddy, 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 daddy. Daddy, daddy, papa. Eja. No, I want you to do some soul section this morning. Do I have the heart of the Father? Because Jesus says that, you know, if you see me, you have seen the Father. So if we see you, do we see the traits of Reverend Francis open in you? So even in your, in your office, it's, a, it, it's not an end in itself, but it's a, a, a means to an end. So in your office, you know that, you know, I'm in the office, but that is not my call. So as I'm doing that, I have the Father's heart to, to, to evangelize, to do something. You are in a bus. You, I remember one time I was in a bus. I was, I was somewhere in a bus. So I was, I was in a bus and then God was impressing on my heart to speak to somebody. You know, I was way younger. And then... I was just checking myself. Ah, why should I? And I did not. And I felt so, so guilty. There are some of us, we are here, and when we have a, an open check, 
to do the work of the ministry by sharing Christ to people, which is the heart of the Father in the house, we easily pass, we easily swerve it. Do you have the heart Tell your neighbor, what kind of heart do you have? Ask, ask. What kind of heart do you have? So there are some people, they do the works of the Father. Like the things that I said. But they don't have the heart, the passion, the zeal of the Father. If we have the passion of the Father, the weight will not be only on him. You know, the weight is for so winning. It's shared that when you are coming, you are not coming as a single unit, but you are coming thinking, who can I bring on board? Sometimes he preaches here for the three services and he goes back and he's calling, I didn't see you, I didn't see you, I didn't see you. And sometimes I tell him that you, 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 you are a different species, you know. Sometimes you go and visit this person, you do this. You, I said, wow. I pray that God will give you a heart of your father in Jesus' name. And then the second point is, a son is forever. A son is forever. I was looking through the pictures some years back, you know, when we started. And then I was asking myself, where is this person? Where is that person? And I couldn't find them. So ask yourself, in 20 years' time, when we are looking for you, will we find you? A son is forever. No, you can't get up one day and say that, uh, Daddy, I don't like the way you treat me. I'm, I'm no longer your son. Let's read John 8.35. John 8.35. And the servant abided not in the house forever, but the son abided forever. I was speaking to somebody the other time and he said that I have changed servants for about countless number of times. This one comes, I train, it doesn't gel well, I have to take the servant, bring another one, doesn't gel well, bring another one. But I've never heard anybody say that these days the sons that are around, they are so rough, rough, so I will change this son. This is my fifth son. Sons are difficult. I'm changing them. A son abided forever. You have stickability. You have sitability. There's a word like that. You sit down. You have staying power. You stay. So when even the father does something that you, 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 you are not so happy about, notice that 
The father is a perfect virtue, but he's not a perfect vessel. So the father sometimes can make mistakes. Am I preaching? But in spite of all the things that the father does that you might not be happy about, he is still your father. I remember that when I was a child, my father used to cane me. I. As you are seeing me like this, I have broken hand, 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 leg, leg. I have broken everywhere, breakable. But still, my father, I, I was still the daughter of my father. And sometimes my father would do certain things. I said, ah. And when maybe my, my uncles, they come and maybe they are nice to me. You know, there's a way that uncles and aunties can be nice to you. Maybe they come from a travel and they buy something nice for you. I say, ah, sometimes I'll say in my head, my head, I wish my uncle was my father. Oh God. (laughs) But the real deal is what your father is giving you, you know? So a son abided forever for the long haul. When we are looking for you, will we find you? It's a question. Will we, you say, I'm a son. Or am I, am I preaching to sons and daughters of the house? Or, or. So if you say that you are a son or a daughter, when we are looking for you, will we find you? When we don't find you, it means you are behaving like a servant. A son is always available when the father needs him. Are you available? When we say we are going for soul winning, you say, oh, daddy, I'm available. I'm going cry. But when it comes to the real work, are you there? A son abideth forever. I want us to read First John 2, 19. I want the NIV translation. First John two nineteen. Is the preaching powerful? They went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. Ask your neighbor, do you belong to the house? Oh, ask with some power. Don't let anybody intimidate you. Do you belong to the house? Yes, can I have it? For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. If you belong to the house, if you are a daughter, a son, you remain. You are planted. You are, you are established. You are rooted. Nothing is moving you. I pray that God will give you that grace in the mighty name of Jesus.
And the next is, sons believe in the fathers and trust them for everything. Sons believe in the father and trust them for everything. Do you believe in your father? No, this is not idol worship that I believe. Oh, Father, I believe. You know, I'm not saying worship the Father in the house, as in literal, whatever. But do you have confidence in Him? Do you have confidence in His wisdom? Real sons trust. I've never heard of a son going on strike because daddy didn't do A, B, C, D, or I don't trust this decision that daddy has taken. That we should come to church 615. Is it 15? For workers uh, train. Uh, uh, ah, morning trainings. Ah, uh, why? When did this start? Eh? Say time ben pa na me sorry. Time ben pa na me jari. Time ben pa na me duha. Do you trust the father that God has given you? Do you trust him? Matthew chapter 6, 9:13. Let's read. After this manner, therefore, pray, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, go on. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So, when there is a particular move that the Father of the house is taking, that now we are doing street invasion, or now we are doing House to house, door to door, like a political party did some time back. You know, sometimes you are there and the father of the house will tell you that put yourself maybe on some days fast and pray and wait upon the Lord. And as some people, you know, we are so funny. We'll say, yes, yes, daddy, oh, go. And then you are telling me to fast. No, but we have to learn to trust the wisdom that God has given our Father because He's the vessel that God has given to mold us into what He, God, wants us to be. He's the practical example for us. So I was just thinking, now that the Father of the house has made you the finance person, chairman. And you are so happy. Yeah, I'm the chairman. What's your portfolio in Keeper's House? Oh, I'm in charge of finances in the Keeper's House. When they send you to Kokron to me, will you still trust the wisdom? That is it, too. When you are comfortable with the instructions that is coming forth, you, you, it's so easy. To trust the wisdom. But when you are not comfortable with it. 
It, when it doesn't look favorable, will you still trust? Luke chapter 11 verse 13. Luke eleven thirteen, Luke eleven thirteen. If ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly father which give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? So you should know that if your earthly father knows how to give you good gifts, the father which is a representative of God to you, that's your spiritual father, you should trust the words or the directions or the instructions that the father gives to you. It is said that when you are giving somebody an instruction, you will know in the first three minutes whether the person will obey or not. So some people, when you are giving them an instruction, they will tell you that I need to really process it and cross-check with this and do this and do this. When God told Abraham that leave, he just went and said, told Sarah, Sarah, we are leaving. Get up. Let's go. When the father gives an instruction, that, that is not comfortable. Don't get me wrong. Paul said that we should follow the fathers that, that God has given us as they follow Christ. I said that we have fathers in sin. Who would connive with you and sin with you? Our father has said here without uh, severally that when you come, the day you come and you see that he's not following what God wants him to follow, run away. But by the grace of God, I can confidently say without a shadow of doubt that the father that God has given us is nurturing us into who God wants us to be. So when Jesus was dying, he said, Father, into your hands do I commit my spirit. Do you trust the father of the house with your life? That when he's telling you to do something, that is in accordance with the word of God, that's the standard, bear in mind. Do you trust him? Jesus trusted his father to the extent that he, he gave his very life to the father. He put his life in the hands of the father. The father, I trust you with my life. I trust you that if you are saying this is the next move that we are doing in the ministry, I trust your wisdom. I pray that God will give us the grace to trust in the name of Jesus. And the next point is a son honors his father. Honors his father. Do you honor your father? Ask your neighbor. Oh, ask somebody. Malachi chapter 1, verse 6. 
A son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Say the Lord of hosts unto you, priests, that despise my name. And ye say, wherein have we despised thy name? So if you say you are a son of the house, do you honor the father that God has given you? You know, servants, most of the time, don't honor. They give um, eye service. So when you see the father of the house is around, that's when maybe you stretch yourself. I don't say Flora does that. Maybe Flora is singing. You do. Hey. But when the father of the house is not there, you would have to beg. Flora, push up. Flora, sing well. Servants are for eye service. You know, they just want they just want the master to know that, oh, like I'm dead, be no be as if as if. And oh, you can be in church and be doing as if as if. That the father of the house will say that when we come to church, there shouldn't be any loitering about, standing in the car park, talking, doing all that. So when you see any other person, any other leader, you just be comfortable. The moment you see the father of the house, that is eye service. A son honoreth the father even when the father is not there. That is true honor. In fact, the test of your honor is when your father is not there. So a son or a daughter honors the father both privately. So in your private zone, what things do you say about your father? You know, sometimes in the private, you, you can lambast and, and, and say all sorts of unsayable things. Like, ah, sometimes you even call you. Hey, where are you? Oh, I'm here. I'm, I'll be with you in five minutes' time. Okay, I'm waiting for you. Ah, oh, hard dream, Papa. Yembre. I saw you by force. Why is this person worrying me like that? You know, there's a way that when you honor somebody, one day, oh, one day I saw somebody um, um, talking to somebody on phone. And the person was like this. You, Mpacho, you, Mati. Oh, no, no, oh, Mpacho. Hey. So, I was thinking, ah, the person is not here. So, why are you? Doing, you know, as if you are standing. 
when you honor somebody, you esteem that person, you place somebody on a, on a high pedestal. When you honor, you cherish. So you don't allow people to talk anyhow, anyways about your father. Whether privately or publicly. Jesus honored the father privately. That's, that's how he would get up and then pray. When nobody was watching. Don't honor when, when everybody is watching. So you honor by doing the things that the person sa- says you should do. So ask yourself, do I do the things that my father says I should do? That is Anna. Do you? You know, sometimes I am a very silent observer on the most of the pages. Sometimes when we put something on the page, some people will say, well noted, sir. <laughs> yes, daddy. We are on our way. But true Anna is not just saying, I'm on my way. I'm doing it. True Anna is, I'm here. Do you honor the servant of God that you have been blessed with? It says that Anything you honor, you give to it. You know, so we are honoring in words by the things that we say. But honor is in two faces. It's in words and it's in the doing. Do you honor the servant of God or the father of the house, Reverend Francis Aubin? Do you honor with your substance? And adventure, any father, spiritual father figure that you have. There is no way you can say you honor without giving. Because we honor God, we give unto God. You know, but some people, their honor level enters just the word, the lip. The do, the, the doing what the father says, but you, your substance is not going. I know my husband will be very surprised if he sees me preach because I'm very some way. But you can't honor without giving. God wanted, Jesus wanted to honor the father, so he gave his very life. If you say you honor, there should be something that you have to give. And Bible is saying that some people in the in the passage that we read, we read, they give animals that are one touch. They give limping animals. One day somebody gave a pastor friend of, of mine something. 
He said that when, they, when, when he went to the person's house, the person said, like a person is worth, like, rich. So when the person saw, saw um, him, he said, oh, this shoe is made in Italy. I bought it for myself. I've worn it only twice. Nasano. <laughs> so I want to, you know, give it to you. I think you need it. Bible is saying that if you cannot give it to your governor, if you cannot give it to your leader, why are you giving that to me? When you are giving to the father that God has given you, don't give as if the father is in need. You are giving because you are fulfilling all prophecy and you are giving because you want to be blessed. And that is a true test of your heart. When you are giving, you, I'm not saying that sell your assets and come and give, but give something that is of value to you. You know? So somebody can give you one CD. One day somebody gave me something and when I went to my room, I cried. I, I literally cried. Because when I look at the person, and the thing that the person gave me, I knew, I knew that the person didn't really have. So, when I got it, I said, why, why don't give it? I don't need it. And the person was literally begging me, please, I, I want you to take it. I said, no, I, you take it. So I found a way of giving that person something bigger vaccine. But you know, sometimes the heart with which you give is very important. During Jesus' time on earth, when they were all giving, some people came and they give, you know, huge, huge, huge stuff. But their heart was not in it. And that woman that gave the might, his heart was in it. You know, so when you are giving to the father, the spiritual father that God has given you, your heart has to be in it. You don't give, in quotes, bola. Biala, biala, as if, as if he is in need. I'm blessed to be the wife, and I can confidently say that the senior man is very comfortable by the grace of God. So when I'm preaching this, I'm not preaching to get something out of you, no, to give to him. But I'm preaching so that you will be blessed. So that you can receive. Because the differential between two sons is their level of honor. So I can have two children. But the one that honors me, the one that reverses me, more of me will be poured into that person. The one that, that, that does not will just be around, around. There are some of us, we are just around, around, lip service, around, 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 around. I pray that you will not just be around, around.
I pray that we'll not just be around around, but you'll be connected. That you have the heart of the Father. That you would do that which will make everybody see that this is a true son of Reverend Francis Aubin. Jesus said that if you see me, you have seen the Father. When we see you, what do we see or who do we see? Please be on your feet. Hallelujah. You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 877 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-532-360. Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service, 9.30 a.m. for the second service and 11.30 a.m. for the third service. On Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service. And on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m. for our morning flavor prayer services. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.